Did you ever wonder if it were possible to have great conversations in a relaxed and friendly environment? If you did, welcome to Hanging Out with Eluka on The Eclectic. The Eclectic is a weekly podcast where we discuss a variety of issues bordering on different aspects of life and its intricacies. So join us as together we embark on this journey towards making life-changing discoveries. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another exciting episode of Hanging Out with Eloka on The Eclectic. My name is Eloka Odewe, as usual, and I am your regular host right here on The Eclectic. Today, I've brought you away another exciting topic, which, shall, which we shall be looking at. The topic is emotional cheating and its complexities. Now, every relationship is fraught with its own peculiar kind of problems. What works for one may not necessarily work for the other. What one individual considers a cause for concern may be what the next person sees as being absurd. The fact is that we all come from different backgrounds, have different orientations, perceive and react to things differently. These variations in how we interpret and handle situations is not born out of illogical thinking or anything like that. It is simply our natural response to events based on, the, based on our level of understanding or experience. For this reason, it is inevitable that conflicts will occur in every relationship. The challenge, however, is in how we manage those conflicts whenever they arise and find a reasonable compromise. The key word here is reasonable compromise. With me today to discuss the topic of emotional cheating and the different scenarios that surround this controversial topic is my usual sidekick, Lucky Pastor. Also joining us via the phone lines is Dr. Oliver Kingsley. You're welcome to the program, sir. God bless you. All right. Now, sir, we have a very brief story here sent to us by one of our listeners, and uh, it's based on uh, emotional cheating. Now, um, I am going to ascribe fictitious names to these uh, characters here so that uh, we can have anonymity, all right? Now, there's, 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 there's a girl called Benita who seems to have a problem in her relationship with her boyfriend. She's been in this relationship for close to five years. And the, the cause of the strain of this relationship is that Benita seems to have a best friend who is of the opposite sex. And her boyfriend, who is John, is not comfortable with her closeness, so to speak, with her friend, uh, who is Richard. Now, Benita is of the opinion that she had been friends with Richard long before she met John. And if nothing had happened between uh, she and uh, Richard uh, before she met John, that she sees no reason John should be uncomfortable with her um, closeness or her friendship with Richard. Now, um, the, the main worry here, or the main issue here is that her boyfriend, who is John, is not comfortable with the idea and Benita doesn't seem to see anything wrong uh, with it. So, um, based on this, I would like to ask what really is emotional cheating? Or what in your, or, or what in your opinion would you describe as emotional cheating? Alright. The problem here 
is the statement emotional cheating emotional cheating for emphasis in other words somebody feels robbed of something and the whole question boils down on attention on attention i repeat and uh, he, what i'm a tamit is jealousy the man is jealous so coming back to the background of the discussion we talks about people coming from different a cultural orientation or even say environmental upbringing i might not agree less with the introduction you gave us however when we talk about cheating here if benita feels nothing is wrong moving out with richard whether there is something between them or not we see equally that if John should also keep a lady close and make a confident, how comfortable will Benita be when she needs John's attention, when she is lonely, those hours when she longs for John, how will she feel if John should also go, you know, to a childhood friend or have a colleague in the office that is a female or a neighbor or whatever and he'll be spending time with at the expense of Benedita's own time and when she needs his attention most and all of that, will she feel good about it? If she wouldn't feel good about it, then she's deliberate about her action. But if she doesn't mind, then John, it is fitted of John to have understanding that probably her envir environmental factors are part of the reasons why Benedita acts the way he acts. But that's one, one, one point. But then, when we talk about cheating, the word cheating suggests that somebody is being robbed of something. When we talk about the emotion, it might not necessarily be about uh, infidelity in terms of sex or whatever. And because most of the time, that's what people look at that you are cheating on me because probably he or she feels that this other person is having a sleeping with this other person but the truth of the matter is what causes the friction is really the attention probably this person gives or the person feels the other party gets when he should be the one or she should be the one getting that attention there is no body who wouldn't feel bad about it? If you say you are committed to me, of course, 
I expect that I should be the number one. If I see anything threatening that, I should feel threatened. I think that it should be that should be John's problem. Because John feels that he should be the number one. If there is anything you may want to discuss or whatever, I should be the one. On the other hand, if Benedita having in John still goes to Richard, that means that John is inferior to Richard. Because Richard, Richard's comfort, Richard's advice, or whatever Richard offers, is superior to John. And certainly, if John should observe that, uh, in fact, that's exactly how John naturally would feel. Because if I was worth anything to you, then you should count on my own counsel. You should count on my own advice. My, my presence should be able to make you happy and all of that. I, in my own opinion, I think this is the trouble that John is going through. All right? All right. But then, we must also take note, like we said, that uh, certain people, particularly some people who grew up among many male friends, like ladies, particularly those who are born, you know, maybe they are the only daughters or whatever, they grew up among many brothers, might find it somehow odd that John should be angry that he keeps other friends other than him. So he wouldn't see anything wrong. Or she wouldn't see anything wrong in what I know what she is doing. doing. Okay. Which can again be a very serious, you know, you know, you know, uh, a reason for heat between the two of them. All right, I want to pause here a little and uh, allow other discussion no, to, to come in. Now, sir, you, you you know you talked about having different backgrounds and all that, and if you would recall, when I started this. Um, program. I, I talked about reaching reasonable compromises. Now, I, I remember I emphasized on the keyword being reasonable compromises. There are certain compromises that um, may sound unreasonable. Okay, right? without a reasonable compromise, right? No, no, no. What I'm saying now is there are certain compromises that may sound unreasonable. But in this case, Benita feels one way and John feels the other way. Now they both need to come to a compromise. What kind of compromise would they arrive at that would be termed as a reasonable one? So that the other person does not feel cheated or the other person does not feel um, that the other partner is being selfish about the whole um, about the whole 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 affair. You say what kind of compromise should they reach? Yes, what kind of compromise would they reach? That will be that will be reasonable enough to both of them since they are both having different opinions on how this thing should work. You know when you explained Benita coming from a different background and might not say anything wrong with it, and John has a problem with it. All right. So what sort of compromise are they expected to reach now that will be beneficial to both of them so that one party does not feel the other party is being overly selfish? Uh, now, now, 
one of the major things that can solve problems in in relationships like that is communication really they need to understand each other but then the truth of the matter is that if john matters to uh, benita benita yes she should give up that relationship that is just the truth okay if that the relationship will continue that the person is because we talk about boyfriend in our own context here in africa i i think it is gearing up towards marriage so if this other relationship is threatening that is threatening this issue and benedita in question say valid relationship i think what she should do is to call it quit that is with her with, or at least with Jews, know right? that whatever happens this person what that is calling it quits with her best friend richard or probably reduce the level of closeness she has with him the word the word best friend to be honest is an alien here okay you can't tell me that this person is your boyfriend that you intend to marry and have another best friend is a miss mama you can't marry the two okay Okay. I mean, you can't marry the two. Okay. This is just the truth of the matter. If you can't tell me this is my best friend, and then I am still no, that 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 language alone is threatening. If he's a lady, it's understandable. But once it is the opposite, of course, there is no how it's due to not arouse suspicion and jealousy. On this person, he will feel threatened. Either he walks away from the from the relationship, or some people who are who are who are evil minded, they might start looking for something else to do. And or the person who will receive them is Benedita because she didn't play her cards well. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So, so I, I don't think that they need to have a compromise. Instead of that, you have to pull away from one. Make your choice. Define the relationship with this other person. If 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 you had earlier introduced this person on the relationship started, did she introduce that is in question? We don't know now, but the the benedicta in question. That is the that's what we, we need to find out because the person we're talking about is not present. So if the Benedita had informed John at the beginning of the relationship, it's a different thing altogether. Say that this person I have was like a brother to me. You know, it's different. Okay. But if the person never knew of this person, and this thing, he got to find out, if there, there's no how, it will not cause trouble. Okay. Okay. So that is my own own uh, proposition on that. Okay. Because two uh, people might be very close, and when the new person comes in, you will introduce this person. Look at who this person is to me. No more, no less. This person has been my advisor, my confidant, and all of that. In fact, it's more or less like a brother to me. It makes it easier 
And if the relationship is defined, when you are talking to him, this party is there. He knows. And the only thing you may really, really discuss with the person are things you think two of you may not be able to resolve. But if it's something that John can help resolve, you, don't, you didn't consult him, you didn't even let him know about it, you go talk to the person, then John is a spare tire. If I may borrow a colloquial and, and, and raw language. Okay, okay. Um, just, just to um, make this discussion very clear to our listeners, um, I would want to just point out what we established in this particular um, aspect of the discussion. Now, so what we are saying, are, are, you, are you saying now that um, when we say emotional cheating, we are talking about someone being robbed of his emotional entitlements in the relationship. Is that what we are saying? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Then another thing I picked. That's my understanding about it. Okay. Okay. That's my understanding. Okay. Okay. And another thing I picked in this particular aspect of the conversation is that there is no such thing like this person is my soulmate and this one is my best friend. In other words, your soulmate should be your best friend. Is that what we are we are saying here? Yes. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's that, that is the point I'm making. Okay. Okay. All right. Just for the sake of our listeners, so don't get it very clear. All right. Thank you very much, sir. Now, sir, at what point, at what point does it become uncomfortable or termed as emotional cheating to have a close friend as the opposite sex when you are in a relationship? At what point will it be uncomfortable? Yes, or termed as emotional cheating to have, have a I close I, friend. I have pointed them out already, and uh, and uh, Mr. Lucky equally has, in fact, uh, crystallized it with, with 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 his questions. Or if I may say, I don't know how to put it now. Now, Mr. Lucky said, used two words here that were very important: soulmate and best friend. Somebody can be a soulmate without being a best friend. Okay. You can't you can't you can't divorce the two. Okay. Are you getting the point? Yes, sir. Hmm? Now and your boyfriend, so to say, or husband to be, should be that soulmate. Okay. And should be that best friend. Okay. So anybody competing with that. Is, is uh, of course you know is a threat already. Yes. Whether it is the man that is doing that or the lady, it is one is is, is a truth in human relationship. It's not a matter of environment. Environment can only make somebody. You are free with everybody. You are free with everybody. In fact, the, the, the case is clear. If somebody is free with everybody, and and. Uh, the friend is uncomfortable. You know, it's a different thing altogether. Yes. Then saying that I'm your friend, your husband to be or your wife to be, and there's somebody else who can still offer you what you think I can give you, what I think I can offer you. Okay. I will feel inferior, and I will certainly feel uncomfortable. It's a fact. It's a basic fact to life. 
They say that person has no interest in that relationship. There is a particular thing the person wants to gain. So this other, this other issue, emotional issue doesn't matter to him or her. Okay. But as long as, because friendship has to do with emotional understanding. No, I mean, it's emotional. Mm. You cannot separate it to an extent. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I was about to ask if are you are you I'm then, are you then saying that um, you know you know in, in, in this part of the world we we have this this philosophy about um, I, I once heard people say I have a girlfriend yes but then there is something this my other friend gives to me that my friend can't give to me so are you not saying that if I'm in a relationship, for instance, I cannot just have a problem and just run to my other friend who is a lady and rest my head on her shoulders, believing that she is the one who can help me at this point in time, ignoring the fact that I have a girlfriend somewhere. Now, you see, when people don't know what they want, mm. that's when they have this problem you're talking about. Okay. Now, if the somebody is your girlfriend, or somebody you intend to marry. Are you getting the point? Yes, sir. And you have stayed with the person for some time. You have not found up to 70% of what you want okay. as a person in that person. Then that relationship is a scam. Okay. That means you are polygamous. You are playing with people. Okay. If you're a woman, you're Are you getting the point? Yes, yes sir. So, so that person is a greedy person who is not satisfied with one thing. And such a person is not somebody you can commit your soul to. Okay. Or you can mind, or, or, you, or you, you can't give your emotion to such a person because the person will play with it. Okay. Alright? Yes, sir. Because if I love you, I should not even think about you. Whatever, mm. if, there's a, if there's a little, and then my love for you, for the 70% you are able to cover. Mm. But those will be, will be minor, things that can be tolerated. Yeah. Nothing that will threaten the relationship. Are you getting the point? Yes, sir. Mm. No. But the challenge we are having here is that some people may, may now say, Oh, for those who, who look at physique, Maybe a particular thing in somebody, and that's all they want. That is people who enter into all this nonsense. Oh, her eyes, her rosy eyes. Oh, his pointed nose. <laughs> By the time you place your interest on somebody, on one thing, the person is bound to be unfaithful. Okay. Yeah. And you know, I actually ask this question because. I don't know what I'm making it Yes, you are. I actually ask this question because, you know, in, I our, ask this question. in our current. Um, society, you know, we often have this issue, especially with the ladies. I'm not trying to be biased actually, but then most of our ladies tend to believe that, um, just like the story given, I have a best friend already, okay, before I met you, uh, you know, so I should be sharing, I, I can decide to share my problems with them. And most of them, they call it freedom actually, when you try to let them know that. Okay, um, I'm not your man, so you should at least share your problems with me or confide in me, tell me everything. 
You're like, no, you aren't giving me my freedom. And it becomes a very serious issue. You know? So that was why I asked the question. So in other words, if I have a girlfriend and I'm having a problem, she should be my first point of contact. Rather than going to any other person to seek to, to another not just another person, any other girl outside to seek um 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 solution, I should first of all meet my girlfriend, discuss with my girlfriend. That's what we are saying, isn't it? Yes. That is that it will not hear. And everything hears it first mm. will suddenly get your trust. Okay. That you know. Now, you can't tell me now. I had a bet before you came along. Mm. I've already told you who you are. If you had a bet, <laughs> yeah, why did you come to me? Ah, okay. Second one now. How would you go for the second bet? If you had a bet, mm. you never had a bet. Mm. That means they will never go trust yourself on the one side. Yeah. You get the point. And yes. now. But I, I don't want to agree with you in the statement because that's an, it, it, it is a it, it, it's stereotyping the language you use. Okay. You said most girls, and I disagree with you because I, I don't think you have done any statistics <laughs> to <laughs> say most girls, or especially with girls. No. Okay. <laughs> some you can say some people do that. Oh, all right. Some yeah. people. All right. Sir. Some men also can do the same. All right. Mm. So that nobody feels that you are attacking them, because that language is laughable. Very true. Very true. Very yeah. true. Some people who do that again, I think I may want to accuse the younger generation. Sorry. Some people allow some of the things they watch in in in, in all of these audiovisuals and things they read to influence their behavior. Okay. I get the point. Yes, sir. Now, if people understand true love, true love is commitment. Okay. True love actually is commitment. You don't sample, you don't sample love. So, if a lady or a guy literally loves, commitment follows it. Okay. This is just the truth of the matter. You can't tell me you are committed to me and say you are hurting me. And as I'm hurting you, say you, you, I have to hurt you. <laughs> then where is the love? <laughs> you are hurting me and I'm telling you, look, you are hurting me. <laughs> then you have to bear that hurt. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't know whether I've answered your question. Yes, you have. You have, sir. <laughs> All right, people, we're still on uh, hanging out with Elocons Eclectic. We still have Dr. Kingsley via the phone line here with us. And Lucky Pastor is also still here. We'll take a very quick break, and when we return, we shall continue the conversation on emotional cheating and its complexities. Please stay with us. listening to hanging out with eloka on the eclectic we invite you to join the conversation on various social media platforms on facebook and instagram at eloka on the eclectic that is e-l-o-k-a-o 
N-T-H-E-E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C. Drop your comments and let us know your thoughts on the subject currently on Focus. Send us an email to eloka on the eclectic at gmail.com if you have a story to share with us or any topic you would have us discuss here on the eclectic. All right, people, welcome back from that quick break. We still have Dr. Kingsley Oliver right here with us, or joining us via the phone lines, and Lucky Pastor is still present. And we are discussing emotional cheating and its complexities. We are having this conversation based on the story we got about Benita and her boyfriend, John. So, um, so moving forward, how much would you say it's appropriate for one who is in a relationship to to discuss with with you know her friend or his friend who is of the opposite sex or are there things you feel um, one who is in a relationship shouldn't discuss with um their best friend so to speak although you, okay. you said we shouldn't we shouldn't mention best friend here but you know uh, uh in a manner of speaking are there things that one who is in a relationship shouldn't discuss with um the opposite sex Okay. If I got you correctly, because the line was breaking at a point. If I got you correctly, I said, um, where should the uh, relationship, uh, you know, or how, how intimate or whatever should the discussion be? The truth of the matter still remains that what we are not talking about is bondage. We are not saying that the lady or the guy should be in bondage. No. Like I said before, it's all about commitment. It doesn't rob you of your freedom. But there should be boundaries. Okay. What in the relationship, you have you have said that you have already created boundaries. You know, like that's why some ladies or some, you know, particularly ladies this time, I know. Ladies are more fond of that. Oh, so you choose yeah, to be stereotypical now. You know what I'm coming. Okay. So don't accuse me of that. <laughs> we are in ring. ring. Once they get engaged, okay. ladies are more prone. Uh, you know, it comes with the really engagement rings. Men hardly, you hardly see men in this, in this part of the world who want to wear uh, engagement rings. You know, I'm right in that one. Yes, yes. All right? But ladies don't joke with such rings. Now, that is a symbol of the father Luko no go area again. I don't know whether I get the point. That's why I brought up that issue. Okay. So that. Some, some ladies, we, we go as well, they want to make it prominent so that nobody disturbs them. They tell you the boundary is closed. Okay? Yes. Uh, so, won't you respect this? Some, some ladies even will go as well telling you that. So, if there's a relationship, then there should be a boundary placed in certain things you do. That doesn't mean robbing you of your freedom. That doesn't mean robbing you of um, having discussions with people or whatever. All right? But 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 there should be a limit. Certain things, things you know may, may threaten that relationship. Okay. You should, I mean, avoid it. Or both parties, both parties. There's nobody who has the right mm. to do whatever he likes or she likes. No, you should be defined for this for, for this level of, of that relationship. Okay. Okay. So the okay. keyword key here is communication. Keyword here is communication. It's communication. And I think understanding really, understanding that 
um, regardless of whatever boundaries are set, regardless of whatever uh, limits you set, that you actually, the onus is on you to actually make that choice, to abide by them. You know, once you understand that it's your choice to make, I don't think you would feel, you will feel in bondage or feel that your freedom has been taken away from you. Because really, no matter how much a person would set boundaries, no matter how many rules are created, if, a, if an individual chooses not to abide by those rules, then it's pointless. But once on your own you decide that, okay, this, 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 this boundary yeah, is right and it's, 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 it's worth, it's worth abiding it by, you would not you feel that go. way, yes. For, for, for example, if, if you are a student, you know there are boundaries. Yeah. If you want to succeed as a student. Oh, yeah. You set those boundaries to help you succeed. Yeah. Now, if you say you are also in a relationship, marriage, it's also you know already that there are boundaries for everything, for every sec in everything in life. There are boundaries. There are laws protecting that thing. The military, in civil service, in business, all of this they have laws. They have boundaries. They have things that protect each. All right. So if you break it, of course. That means you cash out. Mm. That's okay. Okay, so in other words, before you go into a relationship, you should be aware that for this relationship to succeed, there are things I need to place on boundaries in order to help this my relationship succeed. So it's a matter of the both parties realizing this part from the onset before the relationship even commence. That's what we are saying, isn't it? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. All right, sir. All right, sir. Now, which is more tolerable, or which is easier to 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 forgive or or bear? Is it emotional cheating or physical cheating? <laughs> I thought. You see, yeah. When you talk about the emotions, you know, eh, let, me, let me let me come in, let me come back again here. We talk about this cheating. Cheating is cheating. Mm. Because, you know, eh, many a time people may think that it's only when somebody has slept with the other people that is not cheating. Yes. But it begins somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's true. One thing leads to another. Yes. So, is this it? Okay. For, for the white people who kiss, 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 you know, it's not like, although people are beginning to borrow that culture. If this is your boyfriend, in his presence, you are kissing another man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> are you getting the point? They call it civilization. <laughs> so, what are you looking for? So, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not looking at you. So, we demand not feel threatened? Of course, you will. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The person you are, you are relating with, your fiance or whoever, is there, and you, the man, is here. Hey, baby! <laughs> you, you call her such nicknames and kiss her. How will she feel? And because this is both for both parties. Mm -hmm. So that I said, that was boundaries. If you were doing that before, because probably you are a celebrity, you kiss everybody equally. Eh? Now that you have, those people will have to wait. They are now outsiders. That's what it will rob you, celebrity or not. I uh, see celebrity when they get married. You know this in Kemo. Sorry for mentioning names. Yes. 
If yes. you watch movies, that man's wedding ring is always on his finger. Okay. In all the views I've ever acted, mm-hmm. his wedding ring, he doesn't compromise it. Whether he's act, acting single or acting married, he doesn't compromise that his ring. Okay. okay. So that is a sign of commitment. Why is it? Hmm? So that is a sign of commitment, regardless of what I am doing. This is who I am. That, that, that's commitment. Whether he's acting single or married, that ring remains in his finger. Okay. So that's commitment. As I said earlier. So I think that's that's that I think that's all I may say now, except you have other questions to ask. Okay. So so in other words. Okay. Whether emotional cheating, whether physical cheating, or whatever, yeah. guys, the mm. cheating comes in. There is a cheating. There is a cheating, <laughs> and, and the uh, effect is felt <laughs> the same way. The cheating is cheating, okay. whether it's small or great. Okay, cheating is cheating, and the truth is, either of this cheating, whether physical or emotional, can cannot equally rob you of the relationship. Oh, it depends on well. If you are a man that uh, in, in, in our indigenous language, back for me, you can stand it. It's up to you. But not everybody can. That's true. That's true. All right. So, um, in other words, we are we are, we are we are saying now that our listeners who are young people are there. Your relationship, you know lies in your hands so it is not left for you to be committed to your relationship and make it work and um this idea of um he's my best friend he's my closest friend and all that and there, there was something you said earlier um sir in this conversation you mentioned something about um if benita um is the one or maybe okay, if John should go out with a friend and comes back then Benita, how will Benita feel? I think that's another, that's another key point in this conversation, no. you know. So sometimes, no, there, there, there was a day I was asking a friend of mine, she, she, was, she was only making a complaint to me. She was like, her husband-to-be actually does, does not want her to hang around with, with other guys. And um, that's, if she's married, now she cannot just hang around with uh, a male friend somewhere. The first thing I asked her was, if you, as a woman, you're walking around and you saw your husband laughing, eating and gisting with a lady in a restaurant, how will you feel? She was like, I'll feel bad now. I said, really? And you want to do the same thing? So basically, I think... People should learn to put themselves in the shoes. Come, selfishness sometimes do not allow them to even see from the other side. You know, you want your boyfriend to do this, but you don't want to do the same thing. You just feel this is what you want, so he should do it for you, but you don't want to do it for him. You feel it's your right to receive it, but you don't want to give it. So I, I really think most times for a relationship to work out, we should try to put ourselves in the shoes of the next person. I think that will help us a lot. So, um, it's, 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 it's a yes, that, that, that's where, what he, 
before. It's selfish. Selfishness comes yes, in. Yes, sir. It's not, it's not about selfishness. Yes. And, and it, it destroys the relationship. Oh, yeah. Acting. Selfishness is a destroyer of a relationship. Okay. Okay. All right, people. Um, we're gradually coming to the close of this uh, wonderful discussion we've been having on the topic emotional cheating and its complexities. Uh, we've heard all that has to be said. We will invite you right now to join the conversation on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Let us know what you think concerning this topic. Is it actually right or wrong for a man or a woman um, take note here that uh, we're not being particular really uh, anybody either of the sexes is it right for either of the sexes to be in a relationship and still have the opposite sex as a close friend or as a best friend or whatever you call it and uh, confide in that best friend so to speak or um, would you say once you're in a relationship stick to it every other person is an outsider your partner should be your first point of call and all that. So do join the conversation. Let us know what you think on this topic. You could um, send, drop your comments on our Facebook and, and Instagram pages. That's Eloka on the Eclectic. E-L-O-K-A-O-N-T-H-E-E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C. You can also, drop, you can also send us a, a mail to Eloka on the eclectic at gmail.com. If you have any story you would like us to discuss right here on the eclectic, and we will get the right person to, to treat your, your issue. So, Dr. Oliver Kingsley, sir, we thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of Hanging Out with Eloka on the Eclectic. Any final words for us, sir, before we let you go? Well, I want to really thank you for bringing me into the program. I would like all the young people out there to really take note of the word commitment. It's very important. And that's what the ingredient is that is the ingredient for the survival of any good relationship. Any good relationship, whether it is marriage or friendship or comradeship at work or anything, the word commitment is very important. Have a wonderful day ahead of you. Thank you so much, sir. All right, people, it's been hanging right, out people. with Eloka on the eclectic. You are down for me, but now I see. Oh, I even heard it from your family. How could you live?